childhood, a time of innocence, a time of joy, a time of unspeakable, unrelenting tragedy. Mrs. Tickles, tell us how it feels to know you may never see your children again. Don't cry, Manny. Can't you pitbull show some compassion? I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Please, tell us how it feels to know you may never see your children again. We are returning from our yearly pilgrimage to Earthquake the Ride, and we are here to bring you an episode of our podcast. Welcome to Purely Nostalgia, the podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I'm what the French call les compétent. Clint, how are you feeling? We're, we, we just got back, a little shaken up. Like most of our experiences with reviewing sequels um, in this podcast, I do have to say I'm a little let down. Yeah, the first one was better, wasn't it? It was. Um, it, to get, add a little context here, uh, if you want to go back and listen to uh, what we believe to be our worst episode, Airbud in the Rough. Well, that's what the listeners uh, believe. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, the listeners did, yeah. Well, I, I'm using only the data that was out there, so we have to call it what it is. What we know is that the listeners did not right. show up for that one. Correct. They, they did not Pokemon Go to the polls <laughs> for that episode. Um, so if, if you listen back to that episode, which I can't remember which number it is, um, we talk about going on an adventure in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, uh, known as Earthquake the Ride. So, So this time around, it was a little different, wasn't it? Yeah, I think part of the appeal on the first go-around was by how uh, cruddy and simultaneously dangerous um, it felt while we were in it. And Since it w- then, mm-hmm. w- they've upped it up, buddy. Uh, elaborate, because I'm going to need to be convinced. They took away the snakes. <laughs> they and, the, and that added was an improvement to you? An a- well, kind of. They added a better-looking alligator. Um, the same man that was there the first time was there again. <laughs> I want to talk about I want to talk about him in a minute. So was that the um, same man? That was the exact same man. <laughs> this <laughs> poor man. <laughs> I imagine he owns it. That's just my thought. Do you think um, next year he's going to be like, well, you four again? <laughs> he has to. He really does. Every year um, on March 3rd. The gorilla was a little more lifelike. Do you remember that? Um, I didn't notice it being the gorilla being any different. It was a little scarier to me this time, but I think just because I was sitting closer to it. Um, do you remember last year when, uh, the ride ended and you hear like piston noises and Mm. last year some arms fell down and some gorilla arms fell down into the cage. Mm -hmm. Um, but now it was two gorilla heads that came down and those were there last year. The heads were there last year for sure. But they had, I thought they had arms. I don't remember. Maybe they also had arms, but the heads were definitely part of it. Okay. No, it, it seemed like they, they upped the quality a little bit since then. And that wasn't not necessarily a good thing. No. And so what really happens in this ride is you sit in some chairs that are sort of attached to the floor via a hinge type thing so that Mm -hmm. when the, the vehicle moves, you can just kind of lean back, but it's yeah. completely beyond your control. And so as soon as the the vehicle starts moving forward, your hair, your chair just goes and like leans back <laughs> and it like bangs your head against the back of the chair. And then the yep. p- chair doesn't really move anymore for the rest of the ride. <laughs> the floor kind of tilts a little bit. Though. Yeah. The, like you, you tilt up and or tilt like to the side a little bit. It's really quite remarkable how little of this ride has to do with the experience of an earthquake. It's more of just Correct. a trip to the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, because there's like a box. I don't know if you you looked over at it, uh, but there's a box that's rattling um, that says uh, ammunition. And then on top of it, there's another box that says animal parts. Mm. So not really sure what's going on there. Um, I do want to talk about the guy yeah, let's that, talk about this that was man. operating this. 
Um, he's a very lonely man. We got on to the ride, um, and was it you that asked how many people had been on it? Yeah, I said, I said, how many people have written this today? Fully expecting him to say, y'all are the first ones, but yep. that is not what he said. No, he he looked. He wasn't even looking at you. He just said too many. <laughs> that, was, that was it. Which, to be fair, could be one other person. Right. I mean, it's so unpopular that they. Even, well, I don't even want to say unpopular, but they really need to drum up business. They put two mannequins there, <laughs> like at the front of the line, the line that are just yes. decoration to and, make it look like people are there. And it truly fooled me this time around because as we were approaching it, I went, "Oh wow, two people are in line." I, I also like, had the same thought. They are thought. dressed like they're from the 80s, but we got closer and I was like, oh, they're made of paper mache. <laughs> I had the same thought, and I had an additional thought on top of that, which was, I don't want to ride this with other people. No, that would be awful. <laughs> that would be bad. Um, but after the ride was over, you said something along the lines of, that was pretty scary. And then this man <laughs> operating the ride... Uh, got within inches of your face and said, I'm scarier. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's what he said. And I didn't understand what he was implying. Um, yeah. We should have just left you at that point. He wasn't incorrect, though. He was not incorrect. He was a large Shrekish man. That's that's a little mean-spirited, but also not, again, not incorrect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that he was like green and ugly. I, just I couldn't mean tell. That I couldn't tell if he was green. It was dark in there, but it's true. That's very true. If he's a listener to this show, um, this was a compliment to you. Maybe sir. he's the um, that listener that really liked our Mission of Critical episode. <laughs> that left so, a review for it. Yeah. Do you speaking of Mission Critical? And I'm not meaning to deviate. Um, somebody added me to a Slack channel, or it wasn't somebody, it was my boss added me to a Slack channel today and said this is an update for a, a Slack channel for like pricing updates and any mission critical memes. Whoa. And I was like, does, do they, do they mean, and then I, so I took a screenshot of the Spy Kids mission critical and put a, just slapped it up there, copy and pasted it on. I said, you mean this mission critical? And nobody responded. So. <laughs> you are the laughing stock of the workplace now. <laughs> I know. So uh, I have to quit my job. Is <laughs> what I'm hearing. What? So what did that actually mean? What are mission? I never got any means? further context. Never got any further context from that. I feel like. I mean, it seems like it was him throwing a bone to your podcast. Insane. You would think. Clint, we know you have a podcast, but he hasn't listened since our fifth episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> or he just scrolled through critical. and he was like, mission critical. Mm-hmm. Sure, I can remember that. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck with that situation. Um, Thank you for that. We have to talk about the Rugrats today. Um, talk about those Rugrats. They're some babies. They are cartoon babies. And these babies... Got lost in the woods. And that's These little this rats got lost in the woods. This movie is, what if babies were in the woods? In kind of the, yeah. the woods, of, like right next to the suburbs. Like they don't go on a real adventure. It's just like they... It's like, yeah. They, it's they like if you, didn't, if you didn't really know what the woods were, you would be like, this is the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Uh, really an interesting concept for a Rugrats movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, this was verse, This was based on a television series called Rugrats, which was a Nickelodeon cartoon. Um, and Came out in 1992. Did you know that it was that old? Uh, that's about what I would have guessed. I would have thought it was a little bit before I was born. That is weird that it was. This movie was six years after it came out because I always kind of mm-hmm. think of the the show involving Dill and the Reptar wagon or whatever, which were yeah. both introduced in this movie. So, Well, I think, you know, like the later iterations, this show ran for a long time, mm-hmm. but they did like Rugrats All Grown Up, which is a bonkers idea that they did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, to, to add some context, I remember exactly what happened. There's okay. an episode where Tommy and the gang... Uh, go into a closet, <laughs> and then they put like a basketball in- into a box, mm. and they're like, "We're building a time machine," 
and then they're like they put a basketball in a box and then like put a lamp over it and then they're like to the future and then it like star wipes and then they're in the future now why does the why do babies have a concept of what a time machine is i don't these are some pretty smart babies they are pretty smart um i mean I, they can talk so i wasn't allowed to watch rugrats the show as a child because really? sometimes it showed a baby's bottom it did show a baby's bottom i actually watched it a lot with my father. Mm-hmm. Um, he thought it was hilarious. Uh, well, maybe he just humored me and just was like, "Yeah, I guess th- I guess I can tolerate this." It was either this or SpongeBob, and we know he wasn't watching SpongeBob. Oh, you didn't um, watch SpongeBob with your father? No, I watched SpongeBob alone. Oh. Nobody would watch it with me. SpongeBob was my me and my dad's show. We would watch it all the time. He huh. loved it as much as I did. Really? Your That's dad's a- lame. Yeah, well, he, my dad. He's like, I'd rather me. watch babies. I'd rather watch the babies. I want them to that's show their good, bottoms. That's a good impression of my father. Thank you. Um, Very good impression. So, so what's your your full experience with Rugrats as a property? Um, other than you know, uh, wa- watching it uh, a lot when I was in elementary school and then i guess the tv series rugrats all grown up um ran into the early part of middle school for me if i'm remembering that correctly Mm -hmm. um but other than that i don't believe that i have thought about it for maybe mm, seven years and then you brought you brought it up Hmm. and i was like oh yeah there's that yeah well i remember you um I remember on our episode zero, we said this in the last episode, We, for some reason, we considered Rugrats to be one of the movies that we're definitely going to cover on this show. I'm not sure why That's that true. was in our like initial plan, but like in that little song we did, we said something about babies talking to each other, referencing mm-hmm. Rugrats, thinking like, yeah, we'll get to that one down the road. Um, so, But it never really was that big a part of my life. Um, yeah, Like I said, when I was a very small child, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Um, because it did show sometimes babies' bottoms. Um, we referenced the Disney Channel effect last, um, the Chattanooga Disney Channel effect, I, I guess you yeah. could call it, where yeah. you, you watch the Disney Channel only when you're in Florida. Yeah. Um, and actually, for a short time in my life, that also applied to basically every network that was not PBS Kids. It was hmm. <laughs> Nick Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, where I only had them when I went on vacation, because we only had, like, channels one through 13 oh um, you had like basic basic cable yes and so i would watch arthur all the time basically and dragon Tales. yeah that um, was back when i can remember it specifically um nickelodeon was on channel 27 mm-hmm. and cartoon network was on channel 34 yes um, do you remember that yes and at some point nickelodeon moved to channel 16 you are correct, uh, <laughs> but I believe Cartoon Network stayed on 34. Yes, it did. Okay. Interesting. Man. Weird. And That's PBS weird. PBS Kids was on channel 5 and channel 12, which is insane. I, I, had, t- I had 12 channels and two of them were PBS Kids. <laughs> I thought you said TBS Kids. Sorry, like PBS. Turner Turner Broadcasting <laughs> Systems Kids. Yeah, they just play like the Truman Show, but they added out all the cusses. <laughs> It's just uh, the Christmas story year-round. <laughs> um, like, I guess Ted Turner has ruled that this is art for children. <laughs> um, but, so yeah, I you know, now that I think about it, I'm not sure that my parents ever told me that I couldn't watch Rugrats. It might have been a thing where when I was five years old, I saw an episode of it and saw a baby's bottom and said, this is nudity. <laughs> You're like, Surely no, no. I cannot watch no, thank this. thank you. Um, it might have been a self-imposed rule, but at some point, I, I, I probably got Nickelodeon. We expanded our cable package when I was like nine or ten, probably. So mm-hmm. then I started watching Nickelodeon, and Rugrats was still on the air a little bit then, like just reruns, and then yeah. pretty soon it started not being on TV anymore. Um, yeah. So I got to see it a little bit um, in the later years of the show. And it was it was a fine show. I mean, looking back on it, I wish I'd watched it more because I think I think it's a good cartoon. I think it's a really good cartoon. I yeah. don't know that I fully appreciated it as a kid. I like the animation. I, uh, I actually do. I do. I like I like it a lot too. 
It's kind of grungy, but I like it. It's kind of gross. I mean, it's real yeah. gross, which is it Babies are be. gross. Babies are nasty. <laughs> Babies be nasty. They try that to suck true. on everything, and they show their bottoms all the time. And they, yeah, and they just don't care. And then they throw up and poop. Mm-hmm. We gotta get Gross. a baby on this show. We gotta get a baby on this show. We would um, have to censor it because they're so nasty. How old is your nephew? He is uh, almost two. He's like one and three quarters. <laughs> oh, okay. My niece is like also one and three quarters. <laughs> okay. She was born in July. That'd be fun. We could get them on the show sometime. Okay. He um, last time I talked to him on the phone, he could say hi, and oh. I you, which hi means you. which means I love you, but it oh, sounded like sweet. he was trying to say Caillou. Um, Ellie calls uh, Prescott Brescott, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> and that is what I will be calling him now as well. <laughs> Good. Prescott is Clint's brother, who I have one memory of. And even yeah, well, that's not it. really true because I have interacted <laughs> with him plenty of times. But but my strongest memory of him is me approaching him for the first time and introducing <laughs> so myself. He's like a like a wild animal. And he was <laughs> he was holding a small bass amp in his left hand, and he lifted it high above his head and said, "I have an amp." <laughs> um, he was thirty six at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so which I'll actually I'll actually be talking about him later on in this episode. Oh, oddly will you? enough. Yes, I will. D- did he watch this movie with you? No, in a sense, this episode uh, we we never done oh, this before. Brothers. But I'm I'm dedicating this episode to him. That's very um, sweet. Yeah, so I don't think he listens, but uh, <laughs> this one, no, that they, my dad and my brother did listen. They were going down to a fishing trip in Florida, and Prescott was like, "Let's put on Clint's podcast," and he said it lasted for 15 minutes. And my dad said, "That's enough of that." <laughs> <laughs> Correct. They didn't talk about Matlock it once. It was probably there the, in the rough episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Odds are probably so, yeah. not. Um, uh, we didn't mention Andy Griffith once in this episode. Not for him. <laughs> so, Rugrats the movie. Or, sorry, the Rugrats movie. I thought it was Rugrats mm-hmm. colon the movie. It's not that. Right. It's the Rugrats movie. Um, did you see this movie in theaters when you were a child? I don't believe so. Um, I thought long and hard about this, and truthfully, I don't know when my experience with this movie began. Ex- well, I can give you kind of a rough estimate on when it began, Okay. Um, but I don't believe I saw it in theaters. I think I probably waited um, a few months after it came out, and then uh, it was given to me probably around... Well, this movie came out in November, and uh, it was probably given to me around Christmas, um, as a Christmas gift, and I watched it in the big old, the big old clamshell VHS boxes. Hmm. What about you? So I don't know when I saw this movie. Um, it definitely mm-hmm. was not in theaters, um, and it definitely was after Rugrats in Paris because oh. I'm gonna when I when, when we get to our next episode, I'm just gonna warn you. I think I'm gonna have a lot to say about Rugrats in Paris because that actually was a huge part of my childhood. It was one of my Me favorite too. movies ever. I remember. I remember seeing that one. Um, yes, I saw that one multiple times. Um, but this one, I don't know. Watching it last night, I was like, I've definitely seen this. Yeah. I truly cannot tell you when, and it was more than ten years ago, but less than fifteen. <laughs> So this movie, ins- it, it was weird. Instead of like stirring up memories while I watched it, it stirred up a, a lot of weird, unexplored emotions that I have not felt in a long, long time. Interesting. Um, which are we ready to get into like first impressions of this movie, I, I suppose? Yeah, tell me about your emotional experience. So this movie came out in uh, November 1998. Um at that time, my family was comprised of my dad, my mom, my older sister, and me as the youngest. Interesting. Four, four months later, my little brother was born. And so during Dill this Page. time, Dill Page. Well, do you remember Dill's middle name? Is it Prescott? Dill, Dylan Prescott Pickles is are you his serious? full name. I am 100% serious, yes. You are, your life is intertwined with this movie. 
In, in, in a sense, kind of, I suppose. I'm your Chucky, um, and you're you're Tommy Pickles. <laughs> don't 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 sell no, yourself we didn't so know short. Each other when we were, the, we were <laughs> that small. Um, but um, yeah, th- this movie came out in a weird time in my life because I remember, you know, you're a young, you're the youngest child. I remember mm-hmm. like my mom being pregnant with my brother, and I remember early on kind of having a weird adversarial relationship with my younger brother that granted lasted probably up until about five years ago Mm. um where we didn't hate each other but we like wouldn't hang out or anything like that like absolutely not Mm. but i mean i remember feeling the exact same emotions that like they tried to portray with tommy in this and I kind of had to shake myself out of it because I was like, one, this is a cartoon. Uh, you shouldn't be feeling this. And also, it's you're in your twi- you should well, be feeling it. Well, at Let the same time, I was, like, I was like, and you're in your 20s. You don't need to worry about this stuff anymore. Um, My dude, but this is art. This is what art is. It was it was weird because like I got oddly emotional watching this, like when they were singing uh, the lullaby to, to Tommy. You got um, arted. Yeah, I did. You got art done to you. I got nostalgic yep. during this episode heavily, uh, but thankfully, like that lack of attention that a middle child would feel didn't last very long because uh, pre- after eight months after Prescott was born, I was diagnosed with diabetes, so <laughs> I got all the attention at that point, baby. Um, Suck it, but, Prescott. Yeah, yeah, really. But and then Prescott yeah, cut off his legs. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, but but yeah, this this one stirred up a lot of weird emotions with me that I hadn't felt in a long time. Hmm. It's so, very interesting. Yeah, it was. Did you like the movie? What'd you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so um, if you look at my letterbox, I gave it a four out of eight. So all in all, yes, I did like four it. Four out of eight? That is a I'm sorry, I gave it a way. four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're... Yeah. I gave it a four out of five. I thought you gave it a, gave it a three. Didn't you give it a three? Did I? I did give it a three. Sorry, I'm, my number system's all messed up. I gave it a three out of five, which uh, is is an average review. You you liked it. It sounds like so yeah, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, so I gave it a two and a half. So five out of mm-hmm. ten. Pretty um, close to what I said. Yeah, which makes sense because I can appreciate some of the things that affected you, but they didn't affect me quite in the same way. I guess in my family, I was dill. Um, yeah, you were. My brother is six years older than me, and I suppose he might have experienced some of those Tommy feelings. I don't know. Mm. R- truly have no clue. You should have um, called him after seeing this. But I didn't. So uh, <laughs> we should get him on the show right now. No. I li- I liked it okay. I, I kind of alluded to some of this as we were starting talking about the movie. It, it is a, a, an interesting premise for... An, a movie about babies is to just have the babies be lost in the woods for mm-hmm. the entire movie. And they don't really go on much of an adventure. It's just, it's a little bit too real for me because I can just picture like the woods in a suburban area and some toddlers wandering or wandering around in them without an adult and the adults sobbing and panicking because their children are gone um, it wasn't. It wasn't quite as wacky as I feel like it needed to be <laughs> for a your, movie. Your uh, your letterbox review nailed it on the absolute head, yes. and it was one word. Can you tell us what your letterbox review was in the single word? It was upsetting. Yes, it's an you upsetting are movie. Um, um it why did me. you feel that it was? Ups- why do you feel like it was upsetting? Because I I feel the same way, and mm-hmm. I think that I know, but I just want to know why you feel the same way. I think I was just worried about the babies. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Cuz they were lost in the woods. And yeah. they and I mean it's kind of like the whole con- uh, the whole home alone concept except without the shenanigans, you know. I mean mm-hmm. there are some monkeys and they try to make it zany and fun. But yeah. it still didn't quite do it for me. I just was thinking about if this situation played out in real life how awful it would be and it would yeah. be all over the news and like it would it would it would just not be a fun situation just yeah babies in the woods fending for themselves the reason that i think that it was upsetting for me is because there were moments where it would get kind of zany and wacky and you'd mm-hmm. be kind of brought out of reality uh for a moment and then reality would like slap you in the face 
where yes. these kids were like, uh, you know, almost dying <laughs> essentially, and they were they were like curled up under a tree while it was raining, <laughs> and it, yeah. that was that was sad. They're babies, and they're lost in the woods. There was a moment where Chandler and I, she watched the the later the latter half of the movie with me. Um, she uh, she said that there was a moment that made her cry a lot as a kid. Hmm. Um, you want to take a guess where it was? Because it almost made me cry in this one. Was it when Tommy was sitting in the closet crying because his parents loved his brother and not him? No, that moment did make me cry. <laughs> that almost made me cry. It like that was that was a time where I was like I have no idea. This was before I realized what I was feeling, and I was like, "Why am I like getting emotional right now?" Oh, I understand. I'm broken. Um, but no, it was. Uh, this is in the later half of the movie. I'll let you guess one more time. Um, was it when a baby fell into the water? And uh, it was Chucky. <laughs> Chucky falls into the creek, but then it's shallow, so he's okay. But you think he's gonna drown? <laughs> Did you say shallow? In the shadow, shallow. Yeah, I did. Um, good, but no, it was the moment where like Tommy was about to pour the banana butter all up. <laughs> Dang it! All right, continue. It was the moment where Tommy was like about to pour the banana butter all over uh, Dill so that the monkeys could take him away. That the monkeys could take this baby away, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> and then he like saw his own reflection and he's like what have I become uh, this is a wild movie but I, I'm not mischaracterizing no. it at all am I that's exactly what happens um, uh, and then he like throws the, the banana butter and then they love each other So what it was, was really sweet what was the um, <laughs> what, what was going on emotionally for her that, that made her weep She's an older, or I'm sorry, she's a younger sister. So, so I think that, um, you know, maybe some type of sibling emotions got brought up there. I don't know. Hmm. Um, one time I, I apparently hit my brother in the head with a golf club when I was a baby. I don't remember it. I wish I did. Can I tell you a story about when I injured one? Uh, well, I have, I have two stories. Okay. Um, the first time I remember injuring a sibling, um, my sister and I were playing banker like most middle-class white kids do. Yes. Um, and we had a porcelain piggy bank. And, um, you know, like the classic pink pig piggy bank. And um, that was a weird onomatopoeia that I hope the the listeners enjoyed of me just going... I believe but, you mean alliteration. Well, it was both. Um, oh, but, oh, I see. Um, we I wanted to be the head banker, and she said that she wanted to be the head banker, and in I want to a, be the head banker. I want to be the head banker, mummy. Um, yeah, so we watch Mary Poppins a lot. Um, so in a fit of rage, I grabbed the piggy bank and smashed it over her head. Um, she was fine, but I can clearly remember doing that. Um, and then the second time I injured my other sibling, Prescott, um, I was laying on the ground and he pulled one of my leg hairs, and I kicked, and I knocked his tooth out. Oh, nice. So, was it a yeah. baby tooth? It, it it was, but it was not loose. Nice. Yeah, so um, I kicked him real good. One time, I remember um, I was, my brother was doing something to make me angry, and I was getting increasingly angry, and he, he just thought it was funny how angry I was, and so he kept, like, egging me on, just to, like, watch me get angrier and angrier. And eventually, I got so angry that I took off one of my socks and ripped oh, it in man. half like the Incredible Hulk. And, <laughs> and I just remember went, I was probably, like, seven or eight, which would have made my brother, like, 13 or 14. Um, and I just remember him laughing hysterically and me, like, crying with rage. <laughs> like, you made me rip my sock in half. 
You did you in your mind you had to be thinking this will show him like, <laughs> yes. not to mess with me. He won't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> but I was the fool because You were just you you were you wanted to rip your shirt so bad. <laughs> yes. Like what's but I love this I it's... love this dolphin shirt. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it wasn't quite worth ripping the shirt, so I took off my sock and ripped it in half. And then I was without a sock. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever seen you angry before. Um, truthfully, I I don't know if I've been angry since then. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was it. That was that I'm moment. A pretty easygoing guy. I don't get angry very. I often. I don't think you've seen me angry. You've definitely seen me worked up, but you haven't yeah. seen me angry. Yeah, I've seen you tense. I've never seen you full on angry. Yeah. But I have heard stories about what you do when you're angry. <laughs> yes, and I'm always like interesting. Just ripping socks. Yeah, just ripping socks. I'm the kind of guy that when I get angry, I'll write a real stern email to a corporation. <laughs> On why Cheddar's wouldn't let you run their social media. Um, just pr- somewhat recently, I I wrote an email to to Starbucks because there were ground there were grounds in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I Golly ordered coffee, dumb. and I it had a bunch of grounds in it, and when I got to the bottom of the drink. It was just like a, like a half inch of grounds at the bottom, and I was so. Okay, mad. that's pretty. That's pretty gross. It was bad. Um, it was like Starbucks. You should, you should be better than this. Did you return it? No, it, I I was had left. Oh, I see. So I wrote um, them an email. Dear Starbucks, <laughs> I was very disappointed today, to find a bunch of coffee grounds at the bottom of my cup. Imagine my surprise, when I am drinking my creme brulee latte and I find coffee grounds at the bottom of it, you should be ashamed. It was something like that. And I, and I never want to take it out on the customer service person because they're like, sure. you know, it's a college sure. student. They're just trying to get by. I just yeah. want to, I want to go straight to the corporation to the, which is also just another human being who's, who's mm-hmm. managing the, <laughs> the emails. Who could care so, less about. Yeah, but you know, I'm always like, mm, maybe they'll give me a free coffee or something. So I, I'm a bad person is the moral of the story. Correct. So Rugrats. Yeah, how about Rugrats? <laughs> um, uh, would you like a ten thousand foot view? That would be great. So um, there's these Rugrats. Mm. Uh, hold up! Hold children. up! Hold up! Hold up! Yeah. How we get up here? Uh, it's the what's it called? Um, it's not Reptar. It's Teradar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monster it's just, Man. It's this monster man. Uh, it's a big old metal pterodactyl that you tie to the back of your car and then you fly. Yes. Okay. So we're up here. Hooray. Here we are. Uh, there's some rugrats and uh, also known as children. They are. Uh, there's how many originally starting out? There's four. There's Tommy, the main one. Uh, there's Chucky, the the sad scared one and then there's uh phil and lil the twins mm-hmm. uh which have a lot of weird reddit reddit pages about them oh um yeah i'll elaborate later okay but um they uh they're just having a grand old time and then tommy uh has a little baby sister on the way mm. um and they're super excited about his new sister and uh come to find out when his sister arrives it's got a penis, a little this, boy. This baby uh, has a pee pee. Th- this baby has a pee pee, which they almost say penis in the cartoon. Really? Uh, which is upsetting. Yeah, it was Angelica's mom. She's like, we well, you know what they say about babies born on a Venus, born with a hello, <laughs> and then she like answers her phone. Yeah, uh, that's an edgy show. It is edgy. They do show babies um, bottoms sometimes. They do show bottoms, um, and basically Tommy is real upset with his younger brother because. He cries a lot, and he's no fun. They can't play, mm. um, and he's stealing all the love from mom and dad. Um, and then, so they they get upset, and they uh, put the baby into the reptar mobile, which the dad is trying to build so he can get. Wait for it, drum roll, please. Wait, wait, uh, beep, uh, uh, drum roll, roll please. please. He can get five hundred dollars <laughs> support. One million dollars. No, it's five hundred dollars no. to help support his family. That was an Austin um, Powers reference. Y- y- that was a good one. Thank you. Um, 
which I'll do the exchange rate here in a minute, or the inflation rate. The people are clamoring for more Austin Powers references. <laughs> Maybe someday, children. Um, no. But, um, yeah, so they, he built this Reptarmobile, and it's going to revolutionize the toy industry. Um, and then they want to take or they want to take Dill back to the hopsicle. Um, and so they, they put him in there, and then he rolls out the door, and they all roll with him, and then they're like, guess we're on an adventure now. And then they're lost in the woods, and really the rest of the movie is about the parents trying to find them. Uh, Tommy learns to love his brother. Mm. Uh, they reckon, all, the, all the gang reconciles with each other, and then there's a B-plot about Angelica um, finding her doll that was lost. And then they all live happily ever after. You've forgotten one important thing. What did I forget? There is monkeys. There are also monkeys. <laughs> um, so, hey, the exchange rate from 1998 to 2019 makes $500 $800. Whoa. So not even $1,000. <laughs> um, good, good on you, sir. So this movie is... Like I said, it's upsetting. Um, but it, it, it is. It, it starts so the first scene where they're doing the Okie Dokie Jones thing, which is yeah. fun. Like one of my favorite Cute. things about Rugrats is the ways that they the babies say things. The the way yeah. they misspeak sometimes. Hopsicle. I really like. Yes. Wait, what was that? Okie Dokie Jones. Hopsicle. 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 Yes. Oh, that's yeah. their word for hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Okie Dokie Jones, which is their version of Indiana Jones. Yep. Really Very enjoyed cute. that. Um, I wish that it, the movie had just been them doing Okie Dokie Jones instead of yeah. being in the woods. Sure. Being sad and crying. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing that I found to be visually upsetting was his pregnant mother. Um, hmm. Did not like it one bit. Say more. I didn't like seeing a pregnant cartoon. That's just me. Didn't like it. <laughs> Why? I, I explained I didn't like it. It was icky. It looked gross to me. You don't think cartoons should be pregnant? I don't. I think humans should be pregnant. So why was Phil dressed as a Civil War soldier? <laughs> that first yeah, part. that's a good that's a good question. I I wondered the same thing. He was, and he was on the wrong side. Is yeah. the, is the bad thing? Yeah, he was a Confederate soldier. And yeah, going on an adventure with Okie Dokie Jones. <laughs> Yeah, do you remember, uh, it's like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen where uh, Indiana Jones goes on uh, goes on an adventure with um, General Lee. I don't remember this. Oh, this is, uh, this is a bit. This is a joke. This, this is, is a joke. Bit. <clears throat> Correct, this is a joke. Sorry, let me try um, to yes and that. I remember uh-huh. it. <laughs> Good one. Improv. Um, this movie, oddly enough, had a lot of real life stakes in it. About like Tommy's dad being a bum, uh-huh. and I did not realize that they lived with um, his father. I, I I didn't know if you caught that or not. Yeah, that was a big thing in the show. Their grandpa lives I, with them. No, they live with their grandpa. That's not their house. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah, because hmm. um, like the grandpa was the original like toy person. Yeah. And um, then their dad came along and he sucked. Mm-hmm. So, and the whole, if I'm remembering correctly, the whole like objective of the parents' objective, at least, of like every um, Rugrats episode was that Tommy's dad was about to make it big and then they were going to move out or something like that. Yeah. Um, the, the whole first bit was um, fine, I guess. I did mm-hmm. not like the parts when it would suddenly become 3D, as would often happen during that period of animation. Yeah, really sure. not a fan of this era of animation that incorporates just a little bit of 3D every now and then at the most random like when, moments. When Dill was coming out of his mother and he <laughs> saw space and time. Oh no! Um, yeah, no, yes, yes, yes. I thought you were doing a bit at first, and then I realized that you're referencing a real thing. That yeah, a real that thing weird that happened. Psychedelic CGI montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not like that one bit. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I don't remember that when I was born, but no. I'm just going to trust him. 
Yeah, well, I don't remember much from when I was born. I assume that's what we all experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but e- even like at times when the babies are like running through the house, I think a couple times it suddenly becomes a little bit 3D for a moment, which yeah, just does yeah, yeah. not gel with this type of animation. Like the background becomes 3D, so it's like easier to move the 2D right. animation along. Yeah, mm-hmm. And like you um, said, I really like the animation of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot that they were Jewish. Oh, yeah. There's like, there's an episode where they have Hanukkah. I remember that mm-hmm, now. I remember that episode. But I loved his Jewish grandparents. Yes, they're great. They're very funny. Uh, their grandpa, their Jewish grandpa, was very, very funny. Or as the Jews call him, a grandpa. A grandfather, correct. Uh, you have, you, you lay the baby in the potato field and then you keep on going. <laughs> Uh, was that in the movie? Yes. When they were talking about uh, the mother giving birth, he's like, back in the home country, you give birth in the potato field and you keep going. Then you don't get to see a psychedelic uh, yeah. montage. It's just a baby hitting the dirt. Awful 3D <laughs> in animation. The mud. Um, uh, icky. What do you think about... Okay, so... Let's let's just go ahead and acknowledge this. This movie is a musical. Y- uh, yes. Okay, good. I'm glad <laughs> that you said that. Something I did not remember before going into it. I can name. Uh, do you? So, do you remember the the weird baby singing scene? Yes, this is the thought that brought this into my mind. Um, yeah. So I texted you, um, at, like right before that scene. I think <laughs> I love this movie. And then that scene happened. I said, "Wait, wait, never mind." That's very funny because when that scene happened in the movie, I thought, "Oh, this is probably the thing that made him take that statement back." Yep. Yep. Uh, did not like it. That is another thing that contributes to this movie being upsetting. Yeah. Iggy Pop sang in that little baby montage. Just, I mean, it's a bunch of babies just like peeing into the air and they all have adult voices. Yeah. And they're like, what is this penis? (laughs) They're all like, we are alive and we hate it. (laughs) It sucks being in the world. I wish I was back in the womb. It sucks being in the world. We wish we were dead. We're babies singing a song about how it sucks to be alive. And then they pee and make a rainbow. Yes, and there is a circumcision joke. Yeah, yeah. The let's let's run through the joke. Which is a pretty good joke. Yeah, the baby looks at its uh, belly button. They're like, "You cut my cord." And then this other baby's like, you got off easy. Look what happened to me. And, and he's literally looking into his diaper. Like He's they're... looking at his diaper. It's very and then clear. there's a moment. There's two very prominent penis jokes. Uh, there's that one. Um, and then there's one where a baby is looking in his diaper. And then there's a light shining out of it. Um, y- y- you know, like that Quentin Tarantino movie that I can't think of. Pulp I think Fiction I missed style. this part. No, there's a baby laying on the bed, and he opens up his diaper, and there's a light shining out of it, Pulp Fiction style, and he goes, so that's what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this movie I watched is the R version. really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Um, didn't like it. Can you Mostly remember be- the yeah. melody of one single song in this movie? Yes, this oh. world is something new to me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is the yeah. most memorable song, but well, it... then they go one way or another. Yes, but that's a cover. Yeah, correct. Um, or um, uh, there is a baby, a gift from above, <laughs> where they're singing at the party. Yes. Yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I can yes, remember. I guess you can. <laughs> I I was getting ready to say that. It's not successful as a musical because all the all the songs are very forgettable and bad. But mm-hmm. I think you just proved me wrong. Yeah, and then the monkeys uh, sing "Ooh ee ooh ah ah yeah. ting tang wada wada bing bang," which is very silly. <sighs> yeah, very silly is. So they they escape from a circus or something. That's why there's monkeys. Yeah, there's two Russians that uh, just I guess own a train. And drive monkeys around, mm-hmm. and then they um, they go in and get coffee and talk about how the coffee's better in Saint Petersburg, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a, a good joke for children. Um, and then the monkeys escape and drive the train away, and then they crash it. Yes, yeah. yeah now they're in a, the woods. This is a good movie. And then there's a wolf. There's a wolf, and it howls. Yeah. 
Well, and then it tries to eat babies. Yeah, this movie has a bunch of babies almost getting eaten by a wolf. Yeah. Like, they have to face off against the wolf. Um, well, kind of, sort of. Their dog saves them, and then there's an upsetting moment where you think their dog has died. Yes, which is would be a bold move to kill off the dog in the, the movie. The dog in the, in the animated movie, which, it, I don't know, it was... So, they're, when they're lost in the woods, they see a house, and it, instead of thinking that there's a wizard that lives there, um, it's a lizard. They believe... Yeah. Legitimately a good joke. Yeah. They believe that the lizard is there, and they want to make a wish to um, bring them back home. Bring them home. But um, you can cut that out. Nope. <laughs> they uh, they want to go there, and then when they're almost there, their dog uh, commits suicide and falls <laughs> off. <laughs> But kind of, sort of, he sacrifices himself to help the children by dragging a wolf off a bridge. This is a kid's movie, by the way. And, this is a um, Nickelodeon movie. Yeah. Based on the show Rugrats. Well, it's a Nickelodeon in tandem with Paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how they got the Indi- the Indiana Jones uh, theme song to play. Okie dokie um, Jones. Oh, yeah. The, it is literally just the score from Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Instead of them, when they believe they're in front of the lizard, which is just Tommy's dad in um, <laughs> metal and broken bones, presumably, um, mm-hmm. they wish instead to bring their dog back, <laughs> which is a sweet moment, but an unearned moment. Yes. You as the audience are supposed to be like, maybe these kids aren't so selfish after all. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I wrote down this joke because I don't remember the exact concept context. Maybe you can remember, mm-hmm. but I thought it was very funny, and so I wrote it down. Tommy said something, um, and then he goes, "Then everything will be back to Norman." And <laughs> Phil Phil goes, "Thank Bob," and Lil, go, <laughs> Lil goes, "Thank you, Bob." That's a very good joke. I laughed really hard at that. I, okay, so what do you think about the voice performances in this movie? Mostly the same, I mean, pretty much all the same as the show. Um, yeah, but they were fine. I think they're good. I think they're more yeah. than fine. Yeah, as Switchfoot said, more than fine. Um, oh, this is a reference Tim Curry. Tim Curry was in this understand. one. Tim Curry was in this. Yeah, he was the uh, news reporter that was like infringing on their lives. Oh. Oh, wow, I did not make that connection. Little Chunky. Uh, you know who else was in this? Uh, David Spade and Whoopi Goldberg. Did not know about Whoopi Goldberg, but yes. David yeah, she Spade. was the other park ranger. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. when David Spade started speaking, because he has a very small role. Right. I was like, what? No. Why is David Spade here? David Spade, uh, well, you are not welcome here. My initial thought was, somebody's doing a really good David Spade impression. Yeah. <laughs> I looked. At, I had to look it up and be like, is this really David Spade or is this just someone who sounds like him? Because he has a very yeah. recognizable voice. And I was like, oh, David Spade, Yeah, he was, doing, he was doing the Cusco. Yeah, I mean, he was doing David Spade. <laughs> Correct. Um, but yeah. Christine Cavanaugh, who is the voice of Chucky, I think is extremely good as Chucky. Yeah. I think she is one of the best voice actors of all time for playing the character of Chucky. Fight yeah. me. Yeah. She uh, does she also play Powerpuff Girls? Um, maybe. Yeah, Not sure. No, I know I mean, she's she the voice it. of Dexter. She's Dexter. You, from Dexter's you're correct. Name. When I can remember when I found out that like Dexter and the Rugrats were played by women. I mean, like, what did I, I didn't expect their, them to be played by babies? But <laughs> I don't know. It just didn't register with me that's like, oh, who is gonna voice a baby, an yeah. adult woman? Yeah, most um, children it, on right cartoons. It it, are... it shook me to my core. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that was really hard for you. Yeah, it was. This movie hurt me. Um, but I just think that Chucky's performance is so good. I don't know. I just the way he talks is like it it's sounds pitiful. like a baby. Like it, it sounds like a car- caricature of a baby. It doesn't sound like a real baby, but like just the way he says words is really yeah. interesting. It sounds like he's got a mouth full of snot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it works for me, but it's a very v- emotional performance because there's times in this movie where he gets a very emotional with, like when he gets mad at Tommy 
for yeah. loving his brother more than him. I felt that. Yeah. I did too. Um, it is weird that Chucky is the narrator, but you know, yeah, because this is had... this is not his movie. Correct. Rugrats in he Paris gets is his Rugrats movie. Rugrats in Paris. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know. I kind of have a feeling that that one is going to be as equally sad as this one. I can't remember, but I just kind of have a feeling that it will be. I'm really worried about watching Rugrats in Paris because if it's anything less than a masterpiece, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah. I yeah, don't really have much of an, to you, didn't it? I don't have much of an emotional connection to this movie, but I got a really strong emotional connection to Rugrats <laughs> in Paris, and if it's not good, I'm going to weep. All right. Thankfully, um, both all three of these movies. Shout out to Netflix for saving the day for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are all on Netflix. on Netflix. So if you're listening to this and you um, have not watched the other two movies that we're going to cover, Rugrats in Paris and Rugrats Go Wild, they're both on Netflix. So watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not incredibly long either. No, this one was short. Yeah, like eighty minutes moves or along, something. It, yeah, it moves along fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Love uh, a good eighty-minute movie. Yep. Yeah, a good length actually. Nickelodeon actually does a really good job of making their movies a watchable length. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like in the 90s, animated movies were normally less than 90 minutes. That was just kind yeah, of the norm, which... Nobody really cared about them. Mm-hmm. Now they're usually... All their artists were... Yeah. 100 minutes. <laughs> All their artists were getting carpal tunnel, so they needed to wrap it up pretty quickly. Yeah. They're like, how, how long does this have to be to be a movie? That's how long Technically 80 minutes, Yeah. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on Rugrats? I don't think I have any more thoughts on Rugrats. I've been through all of my notes. I, these babies, they have bottoms. <laughs> these babies have bottoms, uh, which in turn does make them sinful. Oh, no. Are you telling me we got to do sinful moments? I'm telling you that that I'm reading the show notes, and I've queued us up for it, so yes. Sinful Moments is the part of the show where we talk about the parts of this movie that are a little bit sinful. Um, hey, hey! before we start Sinful Moments, um, I want to call us back to our trip to Gatlinburg this past weekend. Okay. When we were driving back home, we passed one of those like bodegas, those weird like surf-looking shops on the main strip of Pigeon Forge, uh-huh. and um, there were like flashing signs, and I can remember specifically, and I wish I had taken a video, and I can't believe I didn't tell you sooner, but there was one, it was like, Live Alligators, Dolly Parton, Precious Moments. What? <laughs> That's what it said. That's incredible. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Anyway, um, back to Precious, I mean, Sinful Moments. <laughs> precious Moments. Um, so, this is the part where we look at the Parents Guide section of IMDb, which has five categories. Sex and nudity, violence and gore, profanity, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, frightening and intense scenes. Um, I'll let you off the mm-hmm. hook and say that alcohol, drugs, and smoking, profanity, both do not have anything in them. So of the three remaining categories, which would you like to look at first? I mean, I feel like the easy one is sex and nudity. Yeah, let's go ahead and start with that one. There's four items under here. Can you guess one of them? You see a baby's bottom. So it says, a boy pulls down another boy's diaper, revealing his buttocks. <laughs> a boy pulls down another boy's diaper. <laughs> Um, As boys not do. a baby pulls down another baby. Boys being boys. What <laughs> Those else boys in, in their here? diapers. Um, you see baby urine? Uh, let's see. <laughs> it doesn't explicitly reference the urine, um, but it does reference that um, that scene of the movie. Well, okay, so it's it says the uh, the circumcision. Joke is in here. Mm-hmm. When a newborn, newborn infant sings that they cut my cord, another infant looks down into his diaper and says, "Consider yourself lucky." Another yep. infant looks down into his diaper and says, "So that's what that thing looks like." I told you. Yeah, I wish I had like been looking at the screen during that part. <laughs> um, any other guesses for sex and nudity? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, uh. Tommy's mom is pregnant, which implies sex. Is is that part of it? <laughs> that is not part of it. Um, oh, I lied. It does say when a boy is getting his diaper changed, he pees on another boy. <laughs> a boy pees on another boy. They need to say baby. That would make this much more 
Because for me, boy is like at least 12. Boys peeing on each other would make this movie <laughs> R-rated, in my opinion. That would be a very different movie if two boys peed on each other. Uh, there's another thing from the This World is Something New to Me song. Can you remember <laughs> what it might be? Um, a baby poops in his pants and his diaper gets real big. No, that is not nudity. What it says is... During the song, This World is Something New to Me, a new word, a newborn baby mentions a womb. <laughs> a womb. Dang, yeah, you're right. It says womb in this movie. Womb. That should have been under profanity, if we're being honest. You're correct. Um, what about violence and gore? Got any guesses? Um, I mean, maybe this would be under frightening, intense scenes, but um, babies are lost in the woods, which is upsetting. Yeah, under frightening and intense scenes, it says, even though this movie is G-rated, there are plenty of thematic issues, such as references of childbirth, (laughs) angering over child loss, and some child experiences included in a musical number. Yeah, okay. In short, this movie is upsetting. Violence and gore. um, Two dogs get into a fight? Um, It says, it doesn't say dogs get in a fight. It does say blood during the movie. And blood during the blood movie. during the movie, and it does not. This is not a complete sentence. There's no punctuation here. None of the letters are capitalized except for the D and the word during. Oh, blood during blood during the movie. Which when when was their the blood? blood? Was I, I don't yeah. remember that. When he gave birth? <laughs> Surely not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be very bad. No, uh, I don't remember where there was blood. Yeah. Hmm. So it says Tommy and Dill fight with a teddy bear. Yep. Phil and Lil fight with a reptar toy. Uh, and then it says Angelica and Spike fall down and Tommy and Chucky are hit and bumped by tree branches. Which was, I remember that, that was kind of upsetting because you're like, these are babies. <laughs> yep, they, they're going to get... Well, what was upsetting to me was that there when Tommy was searching for Dill... And then he comes across, he comes upon these two monkeys just dragging the baby in the dirt. <laughs> that was that was bad. And then Hashtag he walks up to them. He's he's like, "No, give him back." And then they're like dragging him up a hill. Yeah, there's one other thing in frightening and intense scenes, and it says monkeys take over a truck, a, a circus train, and wreck it. This may be mm-hmm. intense for some viewers. <laughs> I mean, the monkeys were frightening. Yeah. The monkeys shouldn't have been in the movie. No. I think that if they... You know, this is kind of... You liked the silly, wacky moments, I think, more than I did. Um, Well, yes, but the monkeys didn't do it for me. (laughs) If they had made... Like, if they had removed musical numbers and made it a little more grounded, would it have been sad? Yes, absolutely, but I think I would have enjoyed it more. Would it have been a good Rugrats movie, though? I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. But it would have been, a. I think, holistically, it would have been a better movie. Mm, I, I kind of feel the opposite. I wish that they had leaned more into the silly side of things. They could still play on the emotional elements of Tommy feeling unloved by his parents and all that stuff, but, like, have them mm-hmm. go on an adventure. Like, Rugrats in Paris, they're lost in a theme park. Like, that's a little bit more whimsical. That's kind of fun to me. Then there's, like, big okay. robots fighting and stuff. This one is just... Them lost in the woods behind my house, and that is. Do you remember a too in, Gal- in Gatlinburg whenever uh, we were perusing Netflix late at night, and you're like, "Rugrats in Paris," isn't that where they like go to Japan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was like matter matter of factly saying, like, "Yeah, that's the one where they go to Japan," and, and then I was like, "Wait, it's called Rugrats in Paris." Yeah, um, stupid. I idiot. said this because Chucky's dad marries a woman who's from Japan. So Correct. And there's a lot of Japanese elements in the movie. Yes. Um, that was just very funny. Yes. And it that confused me for a long time because as a kid I thought Japan and Paris were related somehow. <laughs> like I was like, is Paris in Japan? <laughs> I'm, Mom, I'm looking for Parisian food. Can we go to can we go to Kumo? <laughs> I'm eating a a plate of like Escargo, just like they do it in Tokyo. <laughs> uh, sin. So that was sinful uh, moments. Good jokes only. Good jokes only. Good, good jokes only. That's our new motto. None yeah. of the bad ones. <laughs> say a, say a so, good joke. So yeah, good a good joke. Yeah. Uh, chicken butt. 
And that was the third time this episode, and I cannot push that button anymore. It's I will be shot if I push it anymore. It's, it's worn. It's worn out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that's Rugrats in Paris. Sorry, that's not Rugrats in Paris. That's the Rugrats movie. Um. Correct. So now it's time to put it through our three questions, um, which are: Is this good for kids? Is this good for adults? And does it stand? The test of time. These are the questions we ask of every movie that we cover on this show. And let's start with the first one. Clint, you think this movie good for kids? Um, I'm actually going to say no. Because hmm. if you're a kid that is not viewing this um, as like a prior fan of Rugrats, like, like, like we were, I think that this movie could teach some bad habits for kids. Like? Um, especially if they are getting new siblings. Um, like there, there are moments where, uh, when Tommy's like asking politely for a toy, um, he's like, Hey, can I have my blanket back? And then one of the, one of the twins is like, that's not how you ask for a toy. And then shows him and he's like, just rips the toy out of his hand or something like that. I think that if I were a child and I saw that, I'd be like, ah, yes, I'm taking notes. Thank you. Cartoon overlords. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think that this would potentially cause bad habits to kids or like teach them that resenting a sibling is a good thing. But that's not the arc of this movie. That's not what no, it's, you should it's come not. away with if you watch the whole thing. But I think that I think that it, it maybe the deeper emotional beats of this may fly over a lot of kids' heads. Sure. What did you just do? <laughs> I thought I would get away with that. I hope the mic. You did not up. get away with that. I have a can of Lacroix here, and then I have um, I had another cup nearby, and I poured a little bit of the Lacroix into the cup. I don't know sad, why. I just sounded like you were pee peeing, and it was way louder than I thought. Yeah. It would be. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That was um, bad. Yeah, I think I agree. I don't think it's good for kids. I don't know if it's the same reasons as you. I just think. I think it's a boring movie. <laughs> like, Rugrats sure. is fun. The show is fun. They do fun things, and they get up to crazy things. This one is not mm-hmm. very whimsical and not very fun. Um, right. I don't think it's good for kids. It's a no for me. Second question. Is it good for adults? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's good for adults. Oh, um, interesting. So you think this is an adult film, but not for children. I do. I do indeed. I mean, I think that a lot of the themes, they, they, they have... They're meaningful, I can say that much, of, like, grief of um, wanting to be loved and then, like, getting along with your siblings. I understand and identify with them. So, to me, I, I think that on, like, a thematic level that it is good for, for adults. Yeah, I think that those are powerful and strong and relatable themes, and so they resonate with you. I don't know that the and movie brave. itself did that. <laughs> did that great of a job of conveying those themes? I mean, I think when I, as a human being, see a baby crying tears and sitting in a closet, that makes me feel a certain <laughs> type of way. Mm-hmm. I don't know that 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 feeling when good. yeah, <laughs> TFW, you are a baby and you are in a closet because your parents don't love you. <laughs> uh, yep. I think I'm saying no. I don't think this oh. is good for adults. Um. Yeah. Third question. Okay. Uh, does this movie stand the test of time? I'm saying no. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to say no. Okay. I watched it. I, I still don't know when I saw it, but it's definitely been multiple years. I don't remember ever loving it when I saw it the first time, mm-hmm. but I still don't think it holds up that well as a movie. No. I'm saying no. Okay. I'm also going to say no um, for very similar reasons. Um, I did love the Rugrats, but didn't necessarily love this movie. Um, I mean, granted, yes, I gave it a three, but I think that my review, like this podcast in general, was more tied to nostalgia than just looking at it as a separate entity. Yep. Bad. Oh, wait, we sending this one to hell? Wait, so we got one out of six. One out of six. Send so, those babies to hell. Where do they go? They don't go to hell. They got to go somewhere from the movie. So they go to um, Monkey They go Town. to the woods. They, they go back to the woods. They go back to the woods. 
Let's send those babies back into the woods. Where the monkeys are and the wolves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who knows what happens? It's not our concern anymore. Bye, babies. Go back to the woods. We don't want Bye, you. Bye, babies. Um, so that's that's it. We send these babies to the woods, and we are done talking about the Rugrats movie. But we're not done talking about the Rugrats trilogy, because there's three of these movies. Um, I think there's Indeed. only three, right? There, there's three theatrical movies. Right. There's um, three that we um, that are in the nostalgic range for us, I suppose. Rugrats in Paris will be our next episode, which we've already talked about a fair amount. I'm very excited about this episode. At the at the beginning of this episode, I I mentioned like not being sure why we decided to include these movies on our podcast, but now I remember it is because Rugrats in Paris was such an important movie to my childhood. Um, mm. This is, I I'm very excited. <laughs> Well, uh, I just, I mean, we said the same things about Spy Kids 2. Exactly, and I ended up coming to the conclusion that while I do still love Spy Kids 2 in a lot of ways, first one's better. Yeah, that's I very true. I had to reluctantly admit that, but Later I don't on, think that's going to happen this time. I think I'm going to like Rugrats in Paris better. I mean, from my memory, yes, I think I'm going to like it a lot. Um, it, it's more interesting. Those robot fights. There's robots fights and they go to Paris and there's like a theme park. Like, yeah, it just seems more like what a Rugrats movie should be. It's more Reptar. More Reptar. More Reptar volumetrically. He's real yeah. big in this one. He's a big Reptar. He's so um, big. I mean, isn't the theme park like Reptar World or something like yeah. that? It's yeah, it's awesome. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, that one also has a musical element in it. Yes, there are definitely songs in that movie. Um, That's what I thought. The only one I remember at the moment is a song called Chucky Chan, which is the <laughs> song where Chucky geez, imagines no. him, himself being a ninja. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that again. Yeah, and it's like kind of it's like rock ballad, isn't it? Uh, that song I don't really remember. I don't remember how it goes. I just remember that it's called Chucky Chan. The music of this movie is actually a big part of my connection to it, which I'll talk more about on the next episode. Mm, a little teaser, a little, little moosh boosh, a little moosh boosh for you. Moosh boosh. Um, so yeah, tune in next. No, not next week. Two weeks from now, we'll talk about Rugrats in Paris. In the meantime, mm-hmm. follow us on our social media. We're on Twitter at purely nostalgia. We're on Instagram at purely nostalgia pod. Um, I have a Twitter account at Elisha P Smith, and it's the same for Letterboxed. Uh, yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Clint J.H. Page. The J.H. does stand for Jazz Hands. And your homework for the next episode is pee, to... pee, pee on a pee, okay. pee on a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh, as, and your homework is also to um, you know give us a review. Five oh, yeah. stars goes a long way into making sure that we are at the top of the leaderboards for nostalgic-based content. You can do that at iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, but iTunes, please, because iTunes is in control. Yeah, pre- of preferably the iTunes. I don't know. Spotify is too, but I don't really know how the do they even do reviews on there? Who cares? I, don't, I think you Leave. can like you know star it or whatever. Yeah, who cares? Like uh, Leave us a review on iTunes, please. Do it. Hey, listen, we've asked you before. Why haven't you done it? Yeah. Leave us a review. Guys, the only one, the only freaking person that's left a review is the ride operator for Earthquake the Ride. (laughs) He said, four very nice boys. Can't wait to see them next year. Yep. He did. Um, You're correct. So, I think that'll do, Donkey. We will see you bassoon. And Skinath for listening. Are you ready to hear my song that I sing? I want to sing for you. Sure. It's pretty. It's kind of topical. Okay, go ahead. All right. Are you ready? Uh huh. I know where this is going. Corona.